Uh, what's up, dudes? What's up, dude? What's going on? Welcome, welcome. Brayden, we got some intro music. How'd that sound? Honestly, I was jamming. I had the full air drums going. <laughs> Shout out to Keith, crushing it with the intro music. I'm about to play it on repeat. Yeah, it's smooth. It's like ASMR. I'm okay. ready to, to go to bed. I'm relaxed. Yeah. Right, we had to shorten that. That was a full song Keith wrote us. So you're going to have to listen back plenty of times. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, thanks again, Keith, for putting that together. Um, I think uh, I think it, it helps move the podcast uh, forward. And, you know, we're uh, hopefully going to get some cover art, some... Got to get the logo next. Yeah, exactly. Build, build up the brand a little Local bit. Local artists, both musically and art. Wise, <laughs> you, you, you said you couldn't say it better. Hear it. Um, the, the most important thing that we got to talk about first thing today. Did everyone see Keaton's punishment video? We we finally posted it. The other thing we got to talk about is we have a special guest here. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's sitting right next to me. I thought he was I'm... already introduced. Garrett, take it away, guys. For the first time in uh, what's the incredible. Fantasy Football Podcast history. We have Elijah Lucan joining the pod tonight. Ow, ow. What's up, dudes? What's up, dudes? What's up, dude? It's a pleasure Glad having you here. here. Yeah, this is awesome. It's been a long time coming. It, it, it truly has. has uh, Eli is going to be our guest joining in the wanna talk trash section, but throughout the night he'll be here as well. Uh, facing off against Garrett this week, so looking forward to that. Let's go coming up later tonight. Yep. But now back to business, guys. <laughs> punishment video. What do you think? All right. So I feel like I can't be the first one to comment because okay. Braden, I, I think? saw it with you for the first time. And pre, I had to spend pre-edit. I had to spend like it. two more hours, maybe more. Yep. So Braden, want to hear from you first? I gotta say, first off, this guy looks like a project, high potential prospect that could go early fourth. I mean. <laughs> Honestly, if he was trying to, if he was running in a Rocky montage and he was a boxer, I would say he's a contender. Like Caden is ready to bust some heads this year in fantasy football. But I have to say the video was incredible. I couldn't stop looking at those. You know, I mean, we mentioned it earlier, but the the quad comparables, the Saquon Barkley, the AJ Dillon, this guy had it all, and uh, brilliant, just just brilliant. Eli, did you ever get a chance to see it today? Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, you showed it to me the other night. night. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was really funny. Um, I can't believe he didn't throw up. <laughs> I, I would have, yeah, I wouldn't have made it through. Two he said of those, those tires had him close. And it's supposed, yeah, they, it's supposed to be a punishment. Oh, absolutely. And Keaton made it look like it was <laughs> just another day, like waking up, like hung over, <laughs> just ate a caniac combo more than what was right, required. Right. And he was still just out there killing it. Yeah, my first thought was, I can't believe he never threw up. And my second thought was also uh, his his quads. I was also like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see his quads have not lost any muscle mass since college. When so. we say Saquon or AJ Dillon, we are like, that's that's accurate. That's, that, is, that is a good... And a massive compliment. Right. And I'm just going to say oh, I'm yeah. a little concerned it wasn't your number one, but it's okay. Number two works. Um, and he, <laughs> he held up a lot better than Mitch last year. I mean, Mitch did the full, oh, yeah. the full round. <laughs> Mitch did not hold up well. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch is your everyday man. I, I, think we might have went, I think we might have went worse on Mitch 
um, just in terms of constant running, but oh, Keaton did have to do the tires. Those tires were, were, were brutal, but yeah. How um, much does a tractor tire weigh? Honestly, it could have been over 100 pounds. pounds. I, it could have been over 100 It could have been, yeah. It was pretty, it was really heavy. I would say upwards 150, like, just to, like, get it up and push it over. That was, I didn't want to do it more than once. Yeah, me and Zach were looking at, like, one time, and Keaton <laughs> did this, like, 10 times consecutively. We're like, all right, this dude showed up to play. I do have to say, you know, looking at those 40 times, I thought Keaton could have, you know, at least spent a little bit more in the ballpark of a, you know, of an unathletic tight end. That's, that's something he's got to work on. I know he's been crushing those, you know, the biking and everything, the Peloton, but I, I just want to see that 40 time. Like I know he can bring that up a little bit. So that's, that's the one thing that I, one critique. Our yeah, fans for anyone who, anyone who hasn't yes. seen it yet, just the player comps we have for him are, uh, uh, he's, he's linebacker, wide receiver, athlete. We got Lance Briggs, Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> you know, if, if if that doesn't get you interested, I don't know. Lance well. Briggs, that is a <laughs> great reference. Thank you, thank you. Take that back. You know, to when I first saw this today, I was shocked. I was like, those are two interesting players. <laughs> Kelvin Benjamin, I totally see. You <laughs> beast, both on and off the field. All right, all right. Let's let's get into it here. Um, We'll, we'll maybe be posting a little car wash punishment in the, the next couple of weeks whenever Braden's here next, maybe. We'll, we'll get it squared out. Um, got that to look forward to. It's going to be middle of winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> naked. yeah, I'm purposefully stalling, calling Mama Scoog for the I, – I want it to be negative 10. <laughs> no, not really. Um, and then uh, the Manning cast is back. I forgot to watch it for week one. Uh, I there's heard some great highlights. Yeah, there were some highlights for sure. Oh, yeah. But they're, they're back for over half the weeks this year. Gotta love it. Yeah. I'm just a little bummed they're not doing next Monday night with the Vikes, man. Oh, like, that's I, sad. Have we ever watched like a competitive Vikes game with those two? With the Manning cast? I don't know. I don't, I don't think we have. It'd be so fun to see that. For sure. It'd be awesome. Be game. We'll get to that. Yeah, and then we'll find the right time to, to FaceTime Eli Manning this year. We, yes. We, we're still holding out hope that, that the moment will come to us, but we, we never we never came to our decision on, on when and where to do it. So, so that will still be talked about this season. Every week. Honestly, we it, feels more like, it, this season. it feels more like our schedule than his. Like, I feel like we just haven't had time to reach out. You know, I don't know what it's right. been. We just, we're just busy guys, you know. We'll, and we'll we, keep moving. We, can't, we, we can't FaceTime with just one of us. It's got to be all three of us at this point. Right. Um... All right, well, so Braden, what what's new with you? You, you uh, been up to anything in the last week? Well, don't don't ask why. We're normally on top of this stuff, but for some reason, we thought we had some friends visiting down here in Denver last weekend. But it turned out it was a completely different weekend. So we were like, <laughs> "What the heck are we gonna do?" Sounds like someone's been uh, taking advantage of the laws out there, Braden. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps you know, no laws of the clause, if that's what you mean. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but. No, so we ended up doing a spontaneous trip out to Santa Fe, which I'd never been to. And honestly, if you've never been, which I, it's never been on my list or anything, but just from being, you know, in the area, it was the closest thing in the area. Um, one of the closer cities that's like pretty easy distance out of state, but super cool, like very artsy. They have like a really old historic downtown. Um, it's just a cool place to, you know, spend a couple days for a weekend. So. Shout out to New Mexico. You know, we, we should have the the San Francisco Tourism uh, Bureau come come sponsor us. But uh, we really went out there for Meow Wolf, which is out in Denver. That's and, oh, uh, it was the oh, it's yeah. the original one, so it's kind of cool. It's a little more raw, and I honestly i I put them they're different, but I put them on an equal level. So I I highly recommend. 
And remind us again, uh, what's what's Meow Wolf? So the best way to describe it is <laughs> an immersive interactive art exhibit, is what I would say. What do you, what do you say, Garrett? It, it, it's a spot on description, but it's so weird because like <laughs> the whole thing about it is that if you get to go into it without knowing anything for the first time, it is so much better. Great. So like you absolutely we, we you can't tell you, we can't we it. can't tell you any more than that. Okay. However, when you go, it's, it's so gonna be unreal <laughs> and it's amazing. Nice. And don't look it up. That you <laughs> yeah, know. you can't look it up. Yeah, yeah you can't know. Uh, you hyped up the Rise of the Resistance ride in Disney World, and it, it lived up to the hype. So <laughs> yes, I, 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 I trust your vague recommendation. <laughs> no spoilers on that one. And I felt the exact same way about that one. Brayden, have you been on that yet? Uh, no, that's the last one I need to go on. Okay, that's okay. It. Yeah. I, I describe so it the exact same way as I describe Meow Wolf. You just, you, I can't tell you. You just have to go and like do it for the first time without knowing what I it agree. is. Okay. The question is Battle of the Republic or Hagrid's Hagrid's Ride or whatever it's called. They're, they're just not, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not any, okay. anywhere near the same experience. All right, all right, all right. They're, they're, both, they're both great on their own. I had to throw out some controversy, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's all you get to know. <laughs> Um, Garrett, we were at Justin's bachelor party this last week. Yeah, we got some new pod followers after it. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to see subscribers <laughs> boosting up here. Mitch has been giving us some good uh, feedback, one of our new listeners. So, Absolutely. Bachelor party was a great time. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, we, 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 got both go- days. we got to golf a lot. Yep. Uh, I-, I got an eagle this weekend. <laughs> I mean, that's probably Ooh. the first time in years. It's impressive. I think it's my second career eagle of my life, and the first one I chipped in. Nice. This one, I uh, put a four iron to eight feet on tap-in. for a tap, like a near tap-in eagle, and I was like, all right. Way to sink it, dude. You're, I'm happy with a birdie if I leave the course. I'm oh, yeah. be thrilled with an eagle. <laughs> that makes the whole weekend. Oh, yeah. That might be the whole year. Well, there's no way I'm going to get another eagle this summer. <laughs> probably not. Well, especially not this summer. It's almost over, but. And uh, and we played in a scramble on Saturday with everybody, and uh, my team ended up winning that. Um, by one stroke. By one stroke over Garrett. <laughs> I was not expecting to, but we had some good and some bad golfers, but we had a good time overall. <laughs> I agree. It's a great time. Um, oh, yeah. I also had written down that we both won money in poker, and we that did. is something that we haven't <laughs> been able to say in years. We never play poker. We don't play poker, first of all, <laughs> and we're playing with people that do play poker. Yeah. And for me to walk away with money this weekend, I was I was pretty happy about Zach damn uh, won the whole yeah, I tied for first in the tournament, but we were at like midnight and we're like, dude, we're we're not gonna keep playing heads up. Let's just split it. So yeah, I won I don't know, like eighty or hundred bucks. Sweet. Sweet. You, got, you. you got a victory lap, that that's that's that's, that's an accomplishment. That's like a, that's like a buy-in for fantasy football. I agree. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, your entry fees are covered for next year. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see for one league. Um, but I, I think that's a that's a good segue into um, you know, one of our our first segments here. We've got written down. This is a, a good one to to get us the news of the week. This is called our. Puff puff pieces. Uh, so we're going to talk about news pieces that uh, that stuck out. And my favorite tweet of the week was that the Commanders team store is selling mugs <laughs> with the state of Washington on them. Okay, <laughs> I, I, Zach, you posted the link here. I purposely have not clicked on this because I want to see this. 
live for the first time. I haven't seen this. Ooh, I haven't seen I it yet either. Is this, this real? Is, this is great oh live God. reaction. <laughs> is that real? Yeah. There's no <laughs> way. There's no way. No. I'm selling mugs with the state of Washington <laughs> on the mugs and then their logo. And it is oh so dumb. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I feel like it has to be a troll move. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. They know. They live there. They're making. (laughs) Can you imagine they're like marketing people not knowing that they're in DC, so they print these mugs and send them? (laughs) Yeah. What are they like? Fuck it. We'll just sell them anyway. What are they like? Outsource it overseas and like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is unreal. On a side it. note, I have to ask, what do you guys think about uh, the new commander's name versus the Washington football team? Uh, what terrible. You- yeah. Commanders Boo. stinks. Yeah, football yeah. team is such a cooler name. <laughs> it was so cool. I would so much rather be the football team than the commanders. <laughs> yeah. And it was so cool because it had like established it had established in the years like the Washington football club. Like Washington it, football it team. Was it was brilliant. so sweet. I love that. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Commanders. I mean, the Vikings are Ugh. sweet, but if, like, the Vikings, like, all of a sudden were, like, this race that we'd, like, compete with, it'd be like, nah, we gotta give it up. Yeah. If we went to the, the Minnesota Football Club, the football team, I'd be pretty psyched. Dude, if my team was called the football team, I'd be pumped. Yeah. But yeah, that that was the only headline I had. But but there was other big news this week that we kind of have to talk about. Oh, sure. We're just going to skip right into football here now. Yeah, yeah. Um, week one. Man, it was great. Football, it was football is back. It was crazy. So excited. We can talk more Vikings. Yes. Eli's actually a Vikings fan. Yeah. yeah. Talk with Eli about that as well. Yep. Um, wild week one. But my our what we're going to talk about in Puff Puff Pieces each week is our craziest stuff we saw or just notable things. Sure. And field goal kickers missed 11 field goals and five extra points this week in 16 games in 16 games and a lot of them cost him the game we had ties because we had two oh. did we have two ties? no we just one almost tie. had two almost ties. had two almost had two ties week one. they were just both terrible <laughs> rodrigo blankenship got cut yeah that, that was breaks insane. my heart I love everybody loved rodrigo <laughs> we were goggles I hope somebody signs him. Did you guys? Oh, see, did you guys see like the Twitter or Reddit post today that was like him like the day after he got cut like on like a practice field in Indianapolis, just going like, with his like head down, just hitting kicks. <laughs> That's oh hilarious. God. He's working hard. He's trying to get back in the league. I love this. When dude. he does, I mean, if we didn't have Greg the leg, I'd be like all, I'd be all for him. I'd be all no, for Greg him. Joseph. I think he's he's going to be a money kicker for the Vikes this year. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> Always will knock on wood. Thank you. I Eli. believe in Greg the leg. I do. It was a great week one. And, and the other notable thing about that is uh, in our Dynasty League this year, oh, yeah. we had a group vote, um, uh, a league vote to determine if we want to keep kickers and defenses. We were still kind of like a new startup. And we voted out defenses, but kept kickers. <laughs> and then, like, they're that unpredictable. <laughs> We're missing 11 field goals. Yeah. Like, and Justin Tucker got, like, six points. Like, yeah. Why? Kicker, why? It's so random. Yeah, I don't know, man. I kind of like that. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of like having both of it. It's yeah. fun for some leagues, but not for others. Like, I'm happy we don't have it in our dynasty, but I love it in League of the Elite. Oh, I'm yeah. just, like, sometimes it saves you. Mm-hmm. 
That's nuts. I've never heard of, I always hear if, if anyone acts as anything, it's the kicker and people will keep a defensive anything, but usually it's just both. Like they'll just cut special teams or, you know, right. those, both of those out right away. And it's, that's crazy that you still have a kicker and don't have a defense. I've never heard of that. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, we wish the best to, to Rodrigo. We hope he gets signed. Um, but I think we just got to get right into it, guys. Let's talk about, um, you know, what just happened in fantasy football yesterday, waivers cleared, people spent their budgets on, on players. Um, were there any big surprises in, in waivers yesterday? I'd say there was a few, okay. uh, especially in the, in the two leagues we all compete together in. Uh, I'll do the Gimme Some League. Jeff Wilson went for $34. That's a lot. That's a lot. It, it is. Uh, it is. Um, the just like Elijah Mitchell owner? This no. guy right here. Uh, yeah. Yours truly. <laughs> do you have Elijah Mitchell? No, I just, um, honestly, with my build and my team, I felt like I needed a, you know, it would be nice to have an insurance running back for two months that I, cause I think he's going to hold on to the job, but yeah. you never know. Right. But uh, yeah, I just, I spent up cause I thought it was worth it. I saw some fab and my, you know, I basically don't really have a great RB three. So I just, out of necessity, I just thought it'd be it'd be good to have the starting running back for the 49ers. Hopefully, he keeps. Oh, him absolutely! No, he's a, he's a money guy. Garrett was the second highest bidder at eighteen dollars. So I was I was Brady I really went to go pay his guy. half the price. But yeah. I, I I agree. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be a good player. He he's probably the top fab getter in all fantasy this week. Oh, absolutely! Especially he was on waivers, like, which he probably was in a lot of twelve team leagues. Yeah, I would think so. Um, yeah. yeah. He was the number one picked up guy. Right. I mean, it looks like unless he's going to lose the job, he's going to have the job for six to eight weeks. At it least. Looks like if you can get that on a 49ers, it's a good team that should have a good defense and can run the ball. Do any of you have any faith in the San Fran backups, uh, Mason or, or Tierney Davis-Price? I, I think they're definitely worth a pickup. For sure. I mean, if any backfield has shown that it's unpredictable, it's the 49ers. That's what, I think that's why, you know, some leagues people just totally didn't even message Jeff Wilson because there's so, such a stigma with that backfield, so it's a little scary. But I, I think they like Jeff the best, but it could totally just randomly be like Jeff, you know, or uh, what, what's his name, Jeff Mason? Or Mason. Yeah, that's Jordan. What I, I'm sorry, yeah, Jordan Mason. Um, I, yeah, that's why I picked him up in our Dynasty League because, I mean – or, or Wilson could get hurt. I mean, everyone seems to get hurt in the 49ers' backfield. So, Right. I agree. Uh, any other guys that you thought should have been uh, picked up or they, they did get picked up for a high-dollar amount or a low-dollar amount? That I, I guess in our league, we saw Pat Fryer move for nine. Not really that surprising. Curtis Samuel in, the, in our redraft went for six. That's a lot. That's... It, it is a lot. But in our dynasty, he went for 23. Yeah. And another dynasty league in third. That's a lot for Curtis Samuel. Honestly, I think six is really good in a redraft for half PPR just for a shot. Well, I think it's it's a great – He had 11 targets last week. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Just a high floor guy. You know, if he's getting still getting rushes too. I mean, he looked good. I mean, I don't think he's going to be a league winner. But I think the guy could be a good solid 10 to 12-point guy pretty consistently. He could be the number two there. For sure, that's good. that. That might be a really good offense, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Carson Wentz is good, those weapons are really good. Like crazy, they, they've got three receivers that are like probably pretty legit receivers when they're all healthy. Yeah. And then Antonio Gibson's like 
he's not a joke. Like he's been good in the league. He just held onto the ball. They and then the Robinson coming back. Like that could be a really good offense if Carson Wentz is good. Yeah. Yeah, you're what right. Was, they have the uh, potential to be Jahan. a surprise team. What was Jahan's stat line? Week one. He went like four for fifty and two touchdowns. Yes. Two touchdowns. Yes. Something like that. I knew he had the one. Oh, and and the one at the end was just a beauty. It kept them in the game. It won them the game. It was money. Like you make a big throw at a big time like that, and Jahan Dotson goes and catches that ball. It's like, okay, this dude's like He's the real deal. Yeah, he's a three, baller. Three catches for forty yards and two touchdowns. That's that's a great game. It's a good debut. And man, that 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 second touchdown was just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like maybe the best catch of the week. He has unbelievable ball skills. He's a smaller guy, but he he literally. I mean, he just there's like an interview where it just talks about him, and he, he basically just get up. He's like, I'll go up and get anything. Like I don't care. Like it just he has this dog mentality. I love the Dotson. Best catch of the week goes to um, all nine catches of Justin Jefferson, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or Deontay um, Johnson's catch. That was unreal. True, true, but no, JJ. Maybe uh, JJ, though. I think that we should just get into, I mean, keep talking waivers for sure, but budding stars. It's, it's a, one of our sections that we like to talk about. Uh, guys that you should pick up um, that could be hot on waivers next week. Or guys that, you know, you should just pick up right now because they slipped through waivers or maybe your waivers haven't gone through. Uh, but this is where we, we talk about guys that are owned in less than 50% of leagues and less than 25% of leagues that uh, we think you should maybe target to stash on your bench. Or maybe you think they're going to have a big week this week and you just you need a flex play. Um, but these, these are usually more of the slow build. Um Garrett, do you want to lead us off with, with your guy that you want to talk about in less than 50% owned? Absolutely. Okay. And it's disappointing to me and my fantasy team. <laughs> um, and Braden owns him, uh, Khalil Herbert. Um, he might take over that backfield. I mean, David Montgomery's been a good back for three or four years now. Very solid back. Uh, very consistent. But Khalil Herbert looks pretty good. And he got all the red zone touches last week. He caught a few balls. It's like he really outperformed David Montgomery. It was a monsoon, so it's like you can't you can't judge them that can't much. Take that game um, seriously at all. No. However, uh, he might be in the split backfield right now, and if he's better than Montgomery throughout the year, you might have like a, re- a really good running back on your hands to finish the season. Brayden, you gotta love to hear that. Yeah, I, my take on a lot of that long. <laughs> I don't think um, – I think that Herbert could, could end up splitting the work. I just don't know. I know that Montgomery is a huge captain there and leader. I don't know if he'll ever take over the job unless Montgomery gets hurt. Um, but who knows? I mean, anything can happen because it's his contract year and everything. But I kind of lean towards – I don't see him taking it over unless Montgomery gets hurt. But, I mean, that's just one of those things where it's just you just guess and you just hope for the best for sure. So. I mean that's that, that, that's the fifty percent guys and under are, and the twenty five percent guys and under are going to be worse. Oh yeah, but, but Raiden, who's your guy that you you wanted to talk about? That's that's less than fifty percent owned. Yeah, so I mean he had a big week last week. Um, I'm thinking Gerald Everett. Um, he plays tonight. I love it. He plays tonight. I got him in our in Give Me Some League. Um, and this is a guy, you know, honestly, so, I mean, I know you don't want to tilt too much on week one, but last week I kind of, you know, I said David Njoku could be top eight and Gerald Everett could be top 10 or 12. And now I almost want to flip those picks because oh, for sure, he yeah. just looks so good out there. But 
Um, you know, realistically, when Keenan gets back, it'll probably shift a little bit because they have so many weapons. But, um, yeah, I just think the guy, you know, great offense. And he's always been athletic. He's always, problem is he's always underperformed. He's been like an Evan Ingram or an Njoku historically or – where it's just like he doesn't, you know, he's never delivered on his promise. But you know, maybe if anyone can do it, maybe it's Josh Allen. Who knows? So I think, or I think Justin this guy Herbert. could be Justin top, Herbert, but yeah, top ten. Um, yeah, sorry, Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, Josh Allen, Allen. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys missed the trade. <laughs> I, I went on a similar line of thinking with the the Chargers there, and I, I just think that we should discuss Joshua Palmer. Um, I think he had the second most targets on the or not uh, wide receiver snaps on the team last week. Uh, so he saw the field a lot. He only only had five targets, I think. But with Keenan Allen out, yeah, that's um, big. You know, Josh Palmer, Mike Williams, uh, DeAndre Carter, apparently Jalen Guyton is he still playing? DeAndre Carter was the guy who got points last week for, for the Chargers. He overtook but, him. Yeah. yeah. I think Josh Palmer, he had such a good offseason, kind of like K.J. Osborne, you know, where he was like really hyped to, to break out this year, Josh Palmer. And, uh, and now that Keenan Allen's out, I feel like he Pick him up. you could throw him in your lineup tonight, and I wouldn't be surprised if you got 14 points. He could be the Gabe Davis of this offense. Absolutely could be the Gabe Davis of this offense. Um, so I would say that you, you got to stash him almost above anyone else on the, on the waivers uh, this week. I like it. Yeah, for uh, sure. 25% and less owned. We'll spend a little bit less time on. These are more your dart throws, but I, I went Romeo, Romeo Dobbs. He was the highest targeted player on the Packers last week. I, I mean, like they were awful, picture. and That's the Vikings absolutely stomped them. <laughs> stomped. I cannot wait to talk about that. Um, but, yeah, he, he got targeted pretty heavily. He had a few good catches. He looks more of like that possession receiver guy, potentially. Um and that might be big for this offense. I mean, I think Alan Lazard kind of plays a similar, similar position, but um, after week one, if you're looking at either one of those receivers, especially Christian Watson, who dropped a 75-year oh, oh, touchdown yeah. on the first play of the game, that would just Patrick completely Peterson. opened that game back up. Oh, yeah. It would have been a tough game. And then Oof. here we are. So, yeah, uh, that, that, that's my guy. 25% and under own. Yeah, that's who I'd go Somebody's out. got to emerge in that offense as the go-to guy at some point, so... For a dart throw. Yeah, it's why not? It's not a bad pick. Give it a shot. Braden? Agreed. Um, I So I was thinking about Sterling Shepard just because, I mean, I'm not a huge Daniel Jones believer, but you got Wandale, he's already hurt after one game. You got Kadarius is in the doghouse and he's hurt. Kenny Galladay is, I mean, a lot of people think he's washed and I it looks like it. So who else are they throwing to? And, I, you know, Sterling Shepard, even though he's coming off the Achilles, he came. he went for a deep, long touchdown last week so i think he might be the wide receiver one for at least the beginning part of the season until the rest of the group can get their get their shit together honestly so um yeah that's that's kind of my pick i think you make like a really it. good point i like it um yeah someone's got to get targets on that offense and shepherd had a big week one so that's a nice pick um but my guy who i've talked about well before we actually saw him play a game uh, kyle phillips for the tennessee titans I've been on this dude. Zach has been on Kyle Phillips <laughs> since the get-go, since he was drafted. I this said, was... this guy, he's going he's gonna to do well on Tennessee. Well, of course, you've got a Tennessee Titans insider, Zach. I mean, not everybody has a Tennessee Titans insider. He, he likes Traylon Burks more than he likes Kyle Phillips, my, 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 my Titans well, insider. Well, who wouldn't? <laughs> but, but I like Kyle Phillips. I think that, you know, 
in a deeper league or a dynasty league, uh, you definitely got to take a shot on him because he could be the Hunter Renfro this year and just get 25, 30% target share and just eat it all up in the middle. And um, he's a great slot receiver, do it all guy. So, Zach, I have to ask. So, one thing I don't like about our leagues <laughs> is that um, one waiver process is before the other, they're both fab. Oh. You can see what won the bid for this player prior to actually bidding the next time in the next league. Sure. And I beat you on Kyle. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, man, I was finished. In, in, in one of our Dynasty Leagues, I bid $6. And Garrett also bid $6. But he did worse than me, so he got him through waivers. That's uh, so cold. $10. Yeah, so, in, so, so Zach put 16 on Kyle Phillips in the other league. Yeah, and, and, and the second highest bid was 10 So like, And I had him at 6 again. That's, yeah. that's what I wanted to pay for him, and I got him. No, I cannot like, believe that we so did bid the same price. The exact same dollar. That's the first time I think that's ever happened to us. I have never seen that happen, especially between us. Oh, that was so bad. Oh, that was so funny. Oh, oh, I, I thought that was intentional. Out. I thought you did that intentionally. No, like you no, knew he was going to no. bid six. And, okay, okay. No, I have no idea. This was <laughs> the first so one that processed. So that's, that's pretty great. That's my That's God. great. Zach, what's the next segment we're hitting this the, year? The next segment, Garrett, is called Who's Hired? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh we're we're gonna be doing like trade advice value check we're gonna bring up a guy's name and say you know what would you be willing to trade for him or what would you trade him away for um and try to get like on a scale of you know really good pretty good or not good like where do they rank where would you actually make a trade with these guys guys one thing before we get into the segment that i think i'm gonna really like is if we talk about our own guys I really feel like we're going to be making some trades on this oh, pod yeah, this absolutely. year as, as a result of this segment. Absolutely. This is just like the ability for the three of us to talk for 10 minutes and trade talk in front of all of our fans. Yeah. Hey, Garrett, Khalil Herbert? Uh, <laughs> Not so fast. <laughs> Not so fast. So, so, Garrett, do you want to bring up uh, the first name that you wanted to talk about for trade value? Uh, yeah. Um, we got rising and falling categories also, which might okay. make this fun. Um, so rising, I've got AJ Brown. Man, monster week one. He Zach, nice job I on was the so sit wrong. of the week. So wrong in that. <laughs> AJ Brown absolutely dominated week one, but um, somehow Jalen Hurts still looked like a bad quarterback. A.J. Brown looked like he was a Stephon Diggs, a Cooper Cup, a Justin Jefferson, a that type of receiver. Yeah, he's got that dog in him. He is really good, and he's finally healthy. And this this offense will be able to move. It might not be super accurate all the time from Jalen Hurts, but I think A.J. Brown is like in that category. I would like to trade for him right now, yes. Yes. I think this is the lowest value you will get him at <laughs> right now. I think he's going to be a top six, seven receiver this year after week one. I would and, I would not be surprised at all. And just thinking about how he fell in our league draft, like no one wanted to touch it. Everyone's like, Oh yeah, you know, fade him a little bit. It's just nuts. What a value. So what 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 are you willing to trade for him? I think it's a lot. I don't know. I think you're like somewhere. I think you have like Leonard Fournette. Okay. Like maybe Travis Kelsey, maybe Mark Andrews, 
Like, I, I think that you might value A.J. Brown right now. Like, Travis Kelsey's too high. That, that's, that, I wouldn't yeah. trade Travis Kelsey. I'd rather I would not Kelsey. trade Kelsey for yeah. him. I think but I'd rather have... Fournette? Um, no, I, I'd rather have A.J. Brown than... I was, I was just so, going to say... I, I, I would, too. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's where it's like... So that's not even a good enough offer. You know, you let's, let's have shoot to, for the moon here. You'd have to almost include a lower-tier wide receiver, too, I think, to get it done. Because I think right now, wide receivers are trending big right now. Like people oh, are sure. Like, especially if you're trading your running back. So yeah. what, what two players would you accept for trading away your A.J. Brown? I would accept... Now, this is a way to... This might be too much on the other That's side. Fine. But Fournette and Amon Ra. You would, you would say, yeah, I'll take those two players and I'll give you A.J. Brown. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting because I think people might do that. I do. I Because uh, Amon Ra, people predict the fall off when Jameson gets back. So, Amon Ra looked really good last Amon week. Amon Ra, I, I offered a trade for Amon Ra this week. Yeah. I got declined, but I had to throw it out there. <laughs> I understand why it was declined, but it was worth a shot. So, so we're saying like a top 18 with a top, potential top 10 wide receiver and then a top 10, top 15 to top 10 running back, and you would trade away A.J. Brown, who's like your number six guy. I mean, A.J. Brown's probably your number four guy, but yeah. Sure. I mean, I mean he, he, was, he was picked in the top 30, 35 in every league. Right, but there's Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams. I, I'm not taking A.J. Brown above Diggs or Adams. Oh, what did you say he was? I said he was a top like five or six. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I was like arguing my case on the exact same point. Okay. I, mean, I guess if it depends on what you're looking for, right? Like if you need a wide receiver one or a running back one. Right. Like whichever you're, you're weaker at, you're going to give gonna up that. either like an RB one and a wide receiver two or flip flop it probably right. to, to get him. Yeah. He's, he's in that elite tier after week one. I, I agree. Uh, all right. Braden, who do you got? So for me, I think it's Michael Thomas. I think Michael Thomas, the more I the more I sit with it, you know, you can sit and think, okay, the first half he didn't do well and he came on the second half and it could have been fluky. I think that was him getting back into game shape, him and Winston to get on the same rhythm. And I think he legitimately could be maybe not Drew Brees level Mike Thomas, but I think he could squeeze into that top, you know, maybe that low end wide receiver one. I think he has that ability. And with even potential for more if he commands a target share. We'll see. You know, there's a lot of good guys in that offense. But regardless, I think that it's here. It's real. Um, but I think you can still buy a little bit lower on him potentially. It's hard when you had two touchdowns. But I feel like you could, you know, give up, you know, maybe your third wide running back or, or your third wide receiver. Like maybe, you know, an ETN potentially because people are kind of buying Ooh. low on ETN or – like maybe, even a Brees, maybe even a Brees, Brees Hall, which I think actually would go for sure, and it would seem I like... Think, I think you could trade Brees Hall for Michael Thomas right now. See, I don't think anyone who owns Michael Thomas is trading him away for just Brees Hall. I think you want more if you're a Michael Thomas owner. You probably maybe. want more, but like I think that somebody who needs a running back and Michael Thomas was a receiver for would absolutely take that. Okay. You have that, to factor in a little bit. In. You have to factor in like... The premium on running backs. Like, there's there's a little bit of a premium on running backs. There's a little more scarce. And then Brees Hall's a really trendy second-half candidate, which I think he could really very well go off and be 
amazing. I mean, guys, Brees Hall's going to have this offense by, like, the fourth week. Like, like, I don't – we shouldn't be worried about Brees Hall taking over that offense. No, He's going to get the milk out very quickly. But I think even factoring in that trade, I think that Michael Thomas would be worth it still. Like, I think even if Brees takes over that backfield – because I don't think the New York Jets offense is – that great, especially. When I think you'd rather have Garrett Brees or Michael Thomas. I'd rather have Brees. Okay, Eli. I think it depends, and that's why I think you're both right. I think yep. a person with Brees Hall would definitely do the trade right now. I yep. think the person with Michael Thomas, not with the unknown of the rookie, is gonna try to get more from the person with Brees Hall. Sure. At least right now. Yeah. Talk to me and. Four to six weeks. Sure, we'll, sure. we'll see, but it's really team uh, situation for sure. You're right, like team yeah. structure. All right, All right Zach, who do you have? Daryl Henderson. He had a 82 percent rushing share for the Rams on Thursday Night Football. Um, Cam Akers looked terrible. I think that Daryl Henderson is the lead back for the the year. He had over 13 carries in Week One. Um. I think that if you can trade him, you might be foolish unless you get a really good haul. Like I think he's got that potential to be an RB fourteen like the rest of the year, steady top, low end one, high end two. It's a it's a nice uh, running back to get just right off the bat there when you didn't expect it. Right, but would you trade for him? No, Braden, would you trade for Daryl Henderson? I'd trade low, but it's really hard after week one because I do think that there's a chance that Akers could Oh, I absolutely think, for sure, I think that Akers plays his way back into the offense. So what would you offer for Daryl Henderson? Oh, man. Would you trade? I, I might do... I might do... Um... It's got to be a high receiver. It's got to be a Great good man. receiver. I'm seeing Drake London. Who would you rather have, Drake London or Daryl Henderson? Daryl Henderson. Henderson. Ooh, yeah, I probably lean Daryl. I mean, I do think I really like Drake. I think Drake London looked amazing in his debut, and it's really rare to find a rookie to do that. But all right, I got one with running okay. back Daryl Henderson. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, in a down week one, um, I would I would rather have Daryl than Same. Brandon Ayuk. I'd rather I think Drake him. London's closer than Ayuk. Oh, I do not. I'd rather have Drake London than Ayuk. I would also rather have Drake London. And I like Ayuk. I, I I'd him. rather have Ayuk. Okay. Elijah Moore. Who would you rather have? Elijah Moore or Daryl Henderson? Daryl. Daryl. Guys, we're, we're showing what Daryl's value is here. Daryl Henderson just... or Darnell Mooney? Oh, oh my I'd God. Probably That's take... so hard. Daryl. Eli says Daryl. Yeah. Man, I own I own Moody, which makes my just like I want him to go off. I believed in him after one week, and yep. you can't judge a monsoon that big. I'm, I'd, I'd probably take Daryl. No, no, I'd I'd keep Moody. Braden? With my current team so structure. My my thinking, okay, so I'm gonna it's not a cop out, but basically I know you could get you could have got Darnell Darnell is probably your wide receiver three at most, right? Like he can't win a little later in the draft. So I think you can use that extra wide receiver depth to get a guy like Daryl who will immediately be a starting running back for you. So it's a little bit of a cop out because I think that Darnell could 
I think Mooney is going to be, you know, long-term, he could be better because Daryl Henderson has an injury history and acres and all that stuff. But um, so I would trade Mooney for, for Daryl, but I think Mooney's going to have a great year still. He could even, you know, I think Daryl could lose the job potentially, who knows, or he could just get hurt again. I, I think that we might be split here because I would also take Mooney over Daryl. Um, mm. But it, I think we found the right line there. Yeah, um, we, we we could make that trade right now, Zach. I'm not committing to any <laughs> trades in this state of mind, Jared. Absolutely not. If you want to swindle that's me, that's what the maybe. segment was all about. Forcing him to make the trade. Well, all right, Jared. Tell me about a guy who's falling, who had a bad week. One, would you trade them? Like, what would you get rid of them for? Uh, if I were a CD owner, CD, CD Lamb. Lamb, I would take Daryl. No, I would I would not take Daryl. Uh, can you imagine getting CD Lamb for Daryl after week one? He might have a better year. You actually he might could, have yeah. a better year, but but you can't you can't think that. No, yeah, you gotta believe. Uh, I I'd, I'd take Cortland Sutton. Take Cortland Sutton over CD Lamb rest of the year. I think so. And, and as a Sutton owner, would you trade Cortland Sutton for CD Lamb? I wouldn't. I think Sutton. there's a scenario that you could. That's what I'm saying. We're referring one over I'm, the other. Braden yeah. owns Cortland Sutton. Yeah, I know. You trade Cortland Sutton for uh, CD Lynn. Oh, I own them both the Dynasty, so I can't answer this one. Uh, I lean I lean Sutton just because I think uh, what the Broncos offense showed last week is not their true form. I think that they're going to figure it out, and I think Sutton – he already had multiple end zone looks last week and still had a pretty decent game. And didn't you know? Didn't convert on any of them. So I think I think Sutton right now is you know he could get finished on that level. So everyone exactly. loves Sutton more. How about Amon Ra? Would you trade C.D. Lamb for Amon Ra St. Brown? No. Yeah, I feel like you have to stick with C.D. That's a good but... line. I'd think about it. I would. I might. I, I would. Know. I wouldn't pull the trigger. Yeah, you I, realistically I you can get more, but I would maybe Can prefer you? Amon Ra on my team. But you, you I think you get a Monra plus for CD personally. I think you could because there's still it's like one I, week. I, I, and I think you get a Monra plus, yeah. Not not a lot more. Not if a lot, anybody, not a lot more. No. if anybody listening is in that situation right now, you might as well try the offer while Dak just got hurt, right? Because now's the time. Now's the time to propose the <laughs> trade and see if somebody bites on it. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad you used this platform to do that, Eli. That is incredible. <laughs> I mean, how long is Dak out until like mid-October at minimum? Four to eight weeks. So it said six to eight, but well, but Jerry Jones said no. He's going to be back in four. They keep him off like the yeah, they keep him off the, the four-week four, IR. Yeah, like the offense, Jerry Jones wants him back. The offense already looked bad, and now you've got Cooper Rush. So, what is CD Lamb's production going to be? when Amon Ra could theoretically win you games right now, even with Jared Goff at quarterback, right? It's still yeah. a better situation than Cooper Rush. I'm with yeah. you. Who cares about if CD's good in the playoffs if you don't make the playoffs? You got it, yeah. And, well, and Amon Ra, that way too. I know, His role guys, isn't in danger. But, but this offense isn't going to be that bad. Okay. 
They're not going to be that bad. bad. Week one, they looked pretty bad before Dak got hurt, and now they have Cooper Rush. Yeah, guys, are we forgetting who torched the Vikings last year? Cooper Rush, <laughs> the goat. <laughs> I sound like a Cooper Rush hater right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> all right, I think I think we've got some interesting CD discussion. Yep. Um, Brandon, who's your uh, falling guy after week one? Okay, so I actually marked something different on this on the agenda, but I'm gonna change it because after looking at it for a second here, I think the guy for me is definitely Najee. Um, Najee. Yeah, Najee. Um, I, you know, even without the injury concerns, just what what is his you know ceiling? I mean, I know he's a very safe, high floor guy. Um, he's going to he's guaranteed to get you ten to fifteen points a week when he's healthy. But I just don't think he has any upside. So, and people value him as a first round pick. So I think you could get a pretty good haul for him. And I just don't think he's going to be a guy that actually, you know, wins a first round pick that can win the league for you. So you might as well try to get the value now when, before people realize it. So, so, so what do you, what, what do you trade him for? Uh, that's a loaded what's the best question, Garrett. Um, I try to buy low on Dalvin Cook if I could. But it might be hard. But, with, but, but uh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you couldn't trade Najee for Dalvin Cook. Yeah, just because of how the week went and his injury, I would say if he had a good I mean, week. I, one, I, then... I think, I think pre-injury, we were like Dalvin was probably a higher-rated running back. Yeah, especially post-injury and yeah. post-week one, I'd go Dalvin, no question. Yeah, twenty carries, ninety yards, and every and that offense was Justin just Jefferson dominating. Um, I know I, I like Dalvin's outlook, but Dalvin carries a higher injury risk. So, if what about I'm Dalvin, Alvin Kamara? I think I would go for an Alvin Kamara. I think um, for me, I, I think week one was a fluke, and so I'd be willing to make that move. You 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 would trade what, 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 Najee for what the Alvin Kamara, Kamara owner trade Kamara for Najee, and I don't I think, think they would. I, I, I might have a similar situation. Ooh, that that's close. If, that's if I'm a if I'm a Camara owner, yeah, I might trade him away for Najee because might, he's yeah. bad. Yeah, that's they're true. in a similar situation. They had a rough week one. They both are kind of injured. You know, I think that's why. You know, it all depends on the performance of week one too. But because I think people could be scared about the split work. That's a fun one. Kind of a one for one on guys that have bad week ones and and see if see if you want to swap or not. Um, the guy I wanted to bring up who had a bad week one, uh, that I happen to own. So this could generate some good discussion is Mike Williams, uh, chargers wide receiver playing right now. I uh, hope he's got like two touchdowns. I don't think so. It's zero, zero. I think it was three. Zero. Um, I think the chargers just, came well, then Mike Williams didn't get a touchdown, but, uh, <laughs> tell me, are you trying to trade for Mike Williams? If you can, I mean, Keenan Allen's out for the next couple weeks it sounds like yeah i think that you still need to look at my this offense is going to be really good too i would trade i'd consider mike williams the top 15 receiver for sure i don't know i mean i i'd still be trying to target mike williams right now i mean this is how he plays he has up games he has down games but he has more up than down and he's now he's the wide receiver one okay so what would you offer to get mike williams i mean i i start Low, I guess, but I'd offer. Ooh. Mark Andrews? No, that's too much. I wouldn't do that. James Conner? Of course, but like. Who would you rather have, James Conner or 
I'd um, rather have Mike Williams. Mike Williams? Yeah. And what about you, Eli? That's tough. It's pretty James Connor? Yeah. Oh, and sorry, James Connor. I thought you said James Robinson. No, no, no. James Connor for the I think Arizona. If whole season, I'd, I'd rather have James Connor. Yeah, I would too. Okay. Oof. I'm. Braden? Braden, well, you're going to shock went... me if you say Connor. If Connor you say... went uh, higher in the lead, you know, in the draft. In the but... draft, by a little, but not by a lot. Because, again, there's always a premium, on running, a premium on running backs. But, man, I, I know yeah, that Mike I mean, Williams, you know, the problem, the thing with Mike Williams is you know he's going to bust sometimes, but when he hits, he wins you your week. Oh, he wins you your week, yeah. But James so, Conner did the same thing. Like, James Conner is, like, that offense, well, if they're actually any good, we'll see. I mean, they had a lot of players out this week, but they did not look good against the Chiefs. But, I mean, if this offense is really good again, then James Conner is going to do just fine. Yeah, and I mean, he's the clear number one on that team, whereas Mike Williams is only the number one until wow, Keenan Allen comes back. So right. I feel like if you want Mike Williams now, you're probably going to have to overpay to trade for him. Like sure. if you have the assets to give up, depending on who's on your team already. But I'd go, um, Mike, I'd go Mike Williams. I just said, I'm going Mike Williams. Yeah, Over James Conner? Yeah. I think I would. All right. You so. Like? He's still worth a, a strong low end RB one or or high end RB two kind yeah. of in that like twelve fourteen range. There we go. That's it's a good it's a good comparison. I I think I still lean running back. Yeah, you're a running back heavy man. Yeah, yeah. I I but think I'd still team. go Connor, but I don't think it's a bad call either way. Yeah. Interesting. Definitely. All right. Um. Well, that was uh, our, our who's higher section, uh, trying to get some trade talk, get good discussion, you know, figure out what guys' value is each week and what, what you'd actually be willing to take for them. But now, guys, we finally made it to the middle of the podcast, maybe towards the end. Who knows? <laughs> um, it's time for Want to Talk Trash. We, we brought Eli here for a reason, okay? Eli, Garrett, you guys face off in the oh, shit boy. dynasty league this week. You're both 1-0. Okay, Garrett, you're in fourth, fourth most points, I think. Uh, no, no, second most points. Garrett's got a strong team. Yeah, Eli with the fourth most week, points. Baby. Eli's still got a good team. I mean, guys, you play this week. How do you feel about it? I honestly don't even know who's <laughs> on your team. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, Got to just feel confident about your team. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. not very confident about my team. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the um, I was actually pretty surprised that I won week one. <laughs> um, I think whoever I was playing had Dak, and I won because Dak got injured and only scored like three points. Yeah. All right, so, Eli, let's look at your team. My team's not... Great. I, I'd be surprised if I make the playoffs this year, to be honest. So. He started out 1-0, E. You got Patty Mahomes and Jonathan Taylor. What are you talking about? That's a great start. <laughs> Look at the rest of my team. Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. I like. Amari Cooper didn't play great. <laughs> AJ Green. AJ Green team. is my wide receiver. Julio <laughs> Jones had a good week. Yeah. He's... <laughs> Quit laughing at him, Garrett. Dude, you need Dorch over AJ Green. It looks Green. so strong when you look at the first three players. <laughs> Let's go. You're like, what are you talking about? They're like, oh, oh, 
Oh, no. It's just trash. You know what, Eli? That was my argument as to why I'm the better manager. Uh, That was the first question, right, Zach? Yeah, yeah, I guess the first question. You know what? Eli, I'm sorry, I apologize. I got to listen to last week's podcast and how much trash Justin talked to Keaton. <laughs> yeah. So I had to come out spitting right away. I was like, no, I, this is I really answer. don't think you need to. I, I'm fully prepared to weather the storm <laughs> this year with my fantasy team. <laughs> We're looking at that uh, upper half of the first round pick next year. Do you see a path to victory this week at all against Garrett? They give you a 41% chance. I mean... 41? That's not the worst. That's not the worst. Maybe if your starting quarterback goes down <laughs> in injury, too. <laughs> That's such a negative outlook on this week, Eli. I thought you were coming in thinking you were going to get a win, super positive about your team. Zach, what have I been texting you this whole offseason about? How We made a trade. We did. I was telling you, I, I'm trying to build my team for future years, because I, my wide receiver is AJ Green. Wait, so yeah. this is your official declaration in a rebuild? Is that what I'm hearing right now? I mean, he's got no other choice. I'm definitely in rebuild. He's he's just declare rebuild. You know what, Scott? Yep. You know what's going to happen is, is Devonta Smith is about to just go off. He's going to go year. off. Yep. And DeAndre Hopkins is going to come back, finish his wide receiver one. Eli's in the championship with this roster. He would lose the championship. I'm about, shocked if he made it. Through. What about this? Bring it back to earlier. Would you do Devonta Smith and Leonard Fournette for AJ Brown? Do you nah, see I'm keeping AJ Brown. No, for no, yeah, yeah no. for the worst Eagles receiver. Yeah. Oh, I guess you had both those players. You could have done that. You were yeah. close. I do it for T Higgins. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Um, who yeah. has T Higgins in our league? I don't know. Not we'll have to find out tomorrow, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, I guess you said you're in a rebuild. I've got a question for you, Eli. Um, why do you hate rookies? You traded me both 108 and 208 this year yeah. for Devonta Smith. So more or less. Yeah. Yep. So it was it was kind of a gamble. I looked at my whole team. I also have DeAndre Hopkins, but um, he's suspended for six weeks, I think, for six yeah. games, right? So, you know, he's not going to be much help until we're already halfway done. Um, and I, I finished fairly strong last year. I was a playoff team. So I didn't have a super high first round pick. And you wanted my first and my second. And I figured, you know, Brees Hall, pretty much all of the, the receivers that might make a difference this year were going to be gone anyway by the time I'd pick eight. And Devontae Smith at least uh, showed potential last year. He's only 23. He's still got potential. I I was looking at, you know, I could try to get a lower-rated rookie receiver this year, like maybe a Sky Moore or mm-hmm. whoever would have fallen to me at eight. Or I could just punt on this year, give you my picks, and just cross yeah, my fingers and hope that Devonta Smith turns out to be a stud. So that was kind of my thinking. It's fair. I mean, I got George Pickens and Garrett Wilson around that eight pick eight range, and right. I mean, they're not doing anything week one, but their ceilings are, are really high. So, I yeah, it's 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 an interesting dynamic for sure. Um, Garrett, 
I wanted to bring this back to a feud because we are talking trash, gentlemen. Yep, that's right. I need to know, is Eli a better quarterback or Garrett a better wide receiver? And see, guys, these questions are just too one-sided. <laughs> I am the better wide receiver. Oh, than- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, my, my, my position is listed wrong, Zach. Okay, what's your position? My position isn't wide receiver. It's not tight end. It's just hands. Hands, okay. I have better hands than Eli is a quarterback. However, <laughs> I am not a better anything at football other than hands than Eli is at quarterback. Eli, are you able to hit his hands? Because he's shitty at running routes and getting open, can you can you make a throw that he can catch? Perfect every time. I I can hit him in the hands. Whether or not he actually catches it is oh. another story. Um, who sitting here is a Division Two intramural championship winning quarterback with a T-shirt to prove it? I think I'm the better quarterback than he is receiver. <laughs> wow, that's a resume. I would agree. <laughs> now, Eli, we all agree, but am, are you the better quarterback than I am? Hands. That's the Ooh, real one. He is hands, though. <laughs> Should we this go dude, out in the yard and, and play this catch? Dude slings like a 50 mile per hour rocket on the money tight spiral every time it blows my mind it hurts to catch i'll give it to you i already talked oh, myself give it up. i already talked myself down with my uh my fantasy team prospect i might as well just double down and take the l tonight <laughs> he's a great quarterback yeah no, this is a, this would be a battle for the take ages I, I, I think we got to do like 25 straight 25 yard routes and see who's I'm, I'm gonna run in place quarterback <laughs> or the well, right now i've got no up. no plant leg because i've got my own uh coming off the ir injury list yeah so. recovering from my bachelor party torn achilles yep. <laughs> um, right now it probably is you with the hands <laughs> i've probably got a long <laughs> throw at the moment check back in at the end of the season yeah yeah that um, bachelor party sounded Highly dangerous. I just it uh, was. Gonna... We're not going to do it ever again. <laughs> me, and Zach were, me and Zach were at the one this weekend for Justin, and we're like, we cannot bring spike balls. Don't bring like, spike balls. It's not allowed. We're too old for that now. <laughs> but but speaking of Achilles, Garrett, you uh, tore your Achilles in a uh, high school race for, <laughs> for long distance running, cross country. Yeah, you tore your Achilles and had a heat stroke at the same time. <laughs> You just woke up and you're like, what is life? This sucks. Oh my um, gosh. I forgot you tore the Achilles too. What the heck? <laughs> so who's going to tear their Achilles next between you two? Oh man. Well, <laughs> um, research would show Garrett that you and me are significantly more likely to tear our opposite side than any of our friends that have never had a ton of uh, <laughs> oh, That is a dark truth. That's Dr. terrible. Eli. Honestly, Zach, I feel like we're due. <laughs> I feel like that yeah, means that we're neither. due. I hope none of the four of us. Um, all right, last one I got. This is mainly just for you, Eli, but how do you get your arms to look so good? How do you throw that perfect spiral every time? I eat Cheez-Its with coffee for breakfast <laughs> every morning. <laughs> it's the breakfast of champions. And... I have to scoop my cat up from the dinner table and throw him off in an angry fashion. I don't actually throw my cat, but I have to scoop him and take him off the table 
Cats every night on their because he's fine. he's bad and he he always uh, gets up there. So a lot of Sully the cat bicep curls. He's a big boy. He's like <laughs> he's almost fifteen pounds. Right. So uh, I guess that'd have to be my answer. Wow, that is very impressive stuff. Yeah. Um, thanks for for talking trash and and being here tonight. Just talking trash on myself, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I did very good in that segment. <laughs> Just keeps up. It's a humility that everyone loves. You're a national darling. Well, that's that's kind of you. Thank you, Scoog. <laughs> Uh, fellas, we're running late here, but I'm having such a good time. Are you cool pu- pushing this one to uh, a long episode, or should we should we get through things quickly? Let's make oh, it a long episode. Let's boys. do we it. I always get a guest in the house. Let's get you know an extra thirty minutes of content in here and and, and chat about everything we wanted to. Why not? Yeah. Well, let's talk yeah. about Vikings, okay? Let's go. We beat the Packers week one. It was the best thing that I could have ever hoped for. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Justin Jefferson looked ungodly. Um, were you guys on cloud nine the whole week, including today? I mean, how's it going? Oh, it. I mean, it's everything you could have ever asked for. Just coming out hot, getting a lead to begin with, and not having this feast or famine. Every single offensive drive had something positive about it. It wasn't just, you know, come out swinging and then just have nothing and just look – completely basically you know incompetent for two and a half quarters and then have another good drive it was every single drive offensive drive seemed to have a positive note and it was amazing man the bikes are back (laughs) (laughs) this, this this could be the year man um after one game. After one after game. One no, game. I, I am. I'm pretty excited. I was excited about. I was excited about the team before the season. If we were like, if we're actually healthy for a full season, and you've got Daniel Hunter and Darius Smith rushing the passer on both ends, um, Harrison Smith looked phenomenal in his first game of the season. I mean, if he's back to playing a top five safety in the NFL, which is tough to get back to, but did he ever fall off of it? Right. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, the offense. We only we only scored what twenty one points twenty three twenty three points, but we look really good. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty excited. The Packers have a, supposedly a top defensive unit too. So I mean, twenty three points isn't a lot, but the offense still managed to look yeah, good. Field goals the entire game, right? Exactly. Five scoring drives, and they did it against a, a defensive squad that's you know positioned to still be most likely pretty good this year. So, yeah, I think sky's the limit for the Touchdown Vikings Chargers. Offense. Let's go. To the Justin fullback, Hunter, I believe. Yeah, fullback. Man, all, all, every, single, every single touchdown for the Chargers this year has been to, like, just the most no weird name. player. Like, oh, man. No, no big player in a touchdown last week. Now the fullback gets one on the first. And it wasn't even it wasn't even Eckler in the game. I think it was Tony Michelle. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been weird for the Chargers so far this year. But, guys, Vikings – we're one and zero. We're playing the Eagles this Ooh. coming week. Do you like our odds this week? Hell yeah, I like our odds We're this at week. At the Eagles Monday night, absolutely. And this team is just this team is different with uh, O'Connell. They're built different. They're just they're just different. Like it's just not 
man, everything that's coming out about Zim and that whole, I've never heard like a coach turnover like this. That's just been so like shit on. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, like, all, like everyone's just like, nah, Zim kind of sucks. Like Ooh. this is awesome and we're having fun. Yeah. Like we're at, we actually enjoy football again. Like coming from like your top players. Like that's not probably a good thing to hear. Right. Um, Even Terrence Newman. I mean, this is that's his guy. That's his um, guy. So, he even sort of under the bus. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I'm excited about this for, team. They could absolutely be really good. Would you rather play for Zimmer, knowing what you know now, or Urban Meyer last year? Zimmer, uh, <laughs> Zimmer, Zimmer, for Zimmer. Zimmer. definitely <laughs> Zimmer, right? It could always be worse. It's it could always, always be worse. Be worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, Zach. I I think that we just we just pick our scores, and I think. I might be with the majority of you in saying that the Vikings will win uh, in a slightly high-scoring game, uh, maybe like a like a thirty-one twenty-eight sort of thing. Mm. Uh, Vikings, Vikings on top. All right, I've got two reasons behind my pick. One, we're just gonna win. <laughs> two is to win a bet that I'm in. I need the Vikings to score eight points. Like their score ending in eight and the Eagles score ending in one. So I'm going 38, 31 bikes. And I'm going to win the 100 bucks pool for a Monday night football game against the the Eagles. Yep. All right. I love it. <clears throat> go ahead, Eli. I'm going to go the Vikings. Yes. 30 to 24. And I think the Eagles are going to have the ball last, and the Vikings are going to have to make a stand, Let's being up only go. by six. The defense looked great. <laughs> that be up seven. And it's on Monday Rodgers. night. Let's go. 30-24. That's my pick. All right. Braden? I, I'm i really glad to hear that you guys are thinking similar scores because I, I was going to say the exact same thing, 34-28. to 28. That's what I that's what I was I exactly like what I was thinking, Vikings. Yeah. Let's go. Um, yeah. What are our season predictions for the year? What's our final record? What do you guys think? I had I had us written down at eleven and six. You know, going in that was kind of towards the ceiling um, for the team. I thought in in the preseason, um, you know, that was the optimistic outlook, eleven and six. And now after week one, it feels like a realistic output. I think that we can realistically go eleven and six. Um, I think that you know it could be higher. I see Garrett, you're you're a little higher. Um, why'd you go 12 and five? I didn't look at our schedule, but it's a cakewalk. I, I think we're a really good team. Um, I think this offense is just going to be just cooking. Like, I think that we are going to score a lot of points. We're just going to put our players in a good position to succeed. And Kirk Cousins, it's a good quarterback. If you set up a good system for him to like get guys open quick. And then you have a guy on top of that. That's Justin Jefferson. Like, <laughs> Always open. He is no doubt top two receiver in the NFL. I would say no doubt after week one. I mean, he he had 190 yards on nine catches and two touchdowns, and and, and we slowed down in the second half. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, didn't like, we didn't need to like keep going for these oh, wide open passes. He almost plays. had that toe tapping touchdown too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he should have had another oh touchdown. Oh my god, that's a phenomenal it was, catch! Called out he's, of bounds. He's unreal. It's, it, it's him and Cooper Cup, no question, especially for fantasy. So, I mean, when you have that kind of weapon, it's just that offense is going to be really good. Delvin Cook's better than any running back that's set the field on the Rams for the last four years since Todd Gurley. Agreed. Yeah, I know. I'm 
I'm right there with you guys. 11 and six. I, you know, I think, um, the exact same thing. I think we're going to be the NFC North champs. I think, uh, you know, I, I, you can't discount green Bay. You know, I still think they're going to be good. I know that last week looked really bad, but I think they're going to be better than that. But I still believe we are going to be the NFC North champs at 11 and six. There's always those weird games in the schedule where things should have won it, but the, the national football league, all the competition, even the worst teams can upset any team. I love that's how competitive it is. And so I think 11 and six is a good bar. Yeah, and it helps that we beat the Packers, so that'll that'll help in a tiebreak if we both finish eleven and six. You know, so oh, totally. Eli, what what do you think? I like the eleven and six pick. Um, I guess if if I had to be sort of concerned about anything going forward, it's everything looked really promising, but it's you know still rookie head coach with his own staff, and I, depth is probably a bit of a concern, you know, as the season goes on, there's always going to be injuries to some extent. Um, I'm close with you guys, but I think I'm going to go 10 and seven. All right. I also feel like almost every team with the exception of the teams that only lose two to three games every year, almost every other team ends up losing a game that they have no business losing. It just seems like every team puts up a dud at some point. So I want to say eleven and six, but uh, I'm going to temper expectations a little bit and go All right. ten and seven. I like it. I think that uh, that's totally fair. Yeah, um, I almost put that too. It's that Minnesota <laughs> in you. You know, it's just, you just don't want to get hurt. <laughs> you, you got you gentlemen ready to jump back into um, fantasy? Let's do it. You know what? We like to stake our, our, our ground on. We like every week to make our stone cold picks of the week. Excuse me. Um, so <laughs> Stone cold. Stone cold. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's stone cold in stone here. Cold. You got to get a blanket or something. Um, but we talk about our starts, our sits, and our sleeper of the week. Our start, we got to pick a, a guy outside the top 12 that we think is going to finish inside the top 12. Sits are, you know, kind of a, a higher end, at least top 20 guy at the position uh, that you would sit. And then um, our sleeper would be anyone outside the top 25 at their position uh, that you think is going to be a, a really strong flex play this week. So, Garrett, you want to start us off? Who's your start of the week? My start of the week, Antonio Gibson. Playing at Detroit, he's ranked running back 14, so just outside of the top 12. But Philly destroyed Detroit on the ground last week, going for 216 yards. 90 of it went to Hurts, but still. Uh, Gibson is coming off a really big week. I'm a big fan of Gibson until Brian Robinson comes back. I mean, it seems like they're kind of giving him the offense again. He had, I think, six catches, 70 yards. He had a touchdown last week. I mean, he scored like 19 points. In, he had a great week one. In half week PPR, or in half point PPR. Um, yeah, I think you got to be excited about him, especially in a really good matchup. Um, I think he is a really good play. Definitely going to finish top 12. I think he's going to finish top 10. Nice. It's a, like it. Lock it in. Lock it in. Lock Brayden, it in you, you want to go next? Yeah, I mean, I didn't know this guy was going to be the man of the hour. We've been talking about him a bit, but my pick is Daryl Henderson. I think he's got Ooh. a... Absolutely smash matchup against Atlanta. 
I think he's the guy this game. You know, I, I do think that Cam Akers is going to be a little pesky and, and kind of eventually earn some more snaps than he has. But right now I think this is Daryl's backfield. He's healthy. You know, it's a get-right game for the Rams. They had a tough week last week, and they're going to want to beat on the, the Falcons, honestly. I think they're going to do whatever they can to, to build the confidence in the following week. So, um, yeah, I think Daryl Henderson is going to be a very good play this week. Yeah, I mean, he's ranked RB21, so that, that would be that would be pretty nice if you own him and he, he goes top 12 this week because his trade value is going to go even higher. Even higher. Um, my Stone Cold Lock of the Week start – Amon Ross St. Brown at home against Washington. Um, I mean, the Washington defense is not good. Um, they got torched by Christian Kirk last week. Um, and Amon Ra, he got 12 targets. So I, I think uh, he's going to continue that. I think he's going to be a 12-target-a-week kind of guy. I agree. Um, and so I think you get 80 yards and a touchdown out of Amon Ra this week against Washington, you're, you're more than happy with that. I mean, I, I – He's ranked number 16. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes at you know, 7 or 8. But now we got to talk about our sits of the week. All right. This is a, a guy that you think is just going to have a terrible week. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Leonard Fournette. Me and Zach are both going to talk about this, I think. But uh, Leonard Fournette ranked number 10 this week. Um we learned from close friend, uh, Bucks insider, uh, Seth, Seth, that the Bucks never play well at New Orleans. It was like two days later, the Bucks played terrible in New Orleans. Yeah. And we're like, yep, believe them from here on out. It's, right. it's just a known fact that the Bucks play bad in New Orleans. Um, so Leonard Fournette, I think the Bucks offense is going to struggle. They didn't look great last week. Um, you're playing a better defense potentially this week. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's ranked number 10 this week, but, I mean, he could finish outside the top 30. Zach, um, who you got this week? Sure. I, I mean, jumping off exactly what you just said, Mike Evans uh, at New Orleans. Fucks uh, never play well there. And uh, I checked Mike Evans' game logs uh, in his New Orleans games for the last three years, and I don't think he's ever had more than six fantasy points in those six, seven games I'm that he's pretty played. pretty sure Marshawn Lattimore owns him. Yeah. So, Mike Evans at New Orleans, I mean, it's tough to start him this week. I'm not if, – if you can somehow bench him, he's a benchable guy. Uh, I don't think that he's going to have a very big week. All right. Braden? Yeah, I'm going to pick uh, Mr. Ezekiel Elliott. And this is, you know, a lot for a lot of people, he's their RB2. And if that's the case, I would still stick with him because, you know, he's going to get volume, right? He's going to be a high-floor option, but – I just don't think he's a guy that's going to, you know, have a high floor. I think he's going to be just fine for you. He might be able to do 10 to 12, but, and he looked good last week, but um, I just don't think he's going to be a high ceiling option for you. So if you could get a higher ceiling wide receiver, especially against a tough opponent, opponent, I would throw him in the flex if he's like your flex option. But if he's your RB2, stick with him for sure. Cause I mean, you're not going to find a lot of guys who have that secure volume. Fair enough. Garrett, who's your sleeper this week? A guy outside the top 25 at their position that uh, you think is going to have a big week? Man, I think Allen Robinson's going to, and this whole Rams offense is just going to look better than they did the other week, uh, this last week. He's ranked wide receiver 29. Like I said, he's got to bounce back. He's playing against Atlanta. 
AJ Terrell will probably be on um, on Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup but I, I mean, don't know if he shadows. I mean, yeah, we'll see. Um, Cooper Cup's kind of like a shift. You know, like he goes he's all. Tough, he's tough to cover. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I, but I, I'm I'm a fan of Allen Robinson this week. I just don't think they're going to have back to back weeks of just the offense being terrible. And I think they realize like, okay, as good as Cooper Cup is, we need to get more people involved than him. I think it's going to have a good week. See, I own um, Allen Robinson in the league, and I'm keeping him on my bench this week. Ooh, I would start him. Do you have a bet? What's your options? Um, like a, a Marquise Hollywood Brown or the guy who I'm picking as my sleeper of the week, Chase Edmonds, Miami Ooh. running back. I, I, I think I would start both Marquise and Chase Edmonds over Allen Robinson. Um, but the reason I had Chase Edmonds written down here, he's, he's RB26, just outside the threshold. Um, and he's playing at Baltimore, but um, he saw the majority of the snaps for the Dolphins last week. Um, I think something like 70% uh, snap share. And although he didn't have a, a very big week uh, numbers wise, he still had like six to eight targets, um, which is where he's going to see the majority of his points. Anyway, I expect something like, you know, 10 rushes for 40 yards and five catches for 40 yards and a touchdown. I think he's going to, it's going to get you the 12 to 15 you need in your flex this week. And, and I would, I would definitely be comfortable starting chase. Uh, Braden. Yeah, for me, um, this one's going to be a little deeper in the rankings, just a little bit, but I think it's still about in the range we're talking about. I think DJ Chark is, is going to be a, just generally a good play. I think he's a number two option in this offense. And even if he's not, he's getting the super valuable deep targets. I think, uh, you know, TJ Hawkinson and, uh, Amon Ra and, and Swift, they're kind of the shorter range guys. But I really think that DJ Charge getting the air yards, he's shown he can do it in Jacksonville. May not show he was a complete receiver, but he shows he can run a great nine route. And I think, uh, you know, Goff needs that in this offense. And um, yeah, so just in general, I think it's going to be a shootout too, you know, against Cincinnati. So I think DJ Charge could really surprise and he could really skyrocket after this week. Yeah, I like it. I think that uh, Detroit plays Washington. Yep. But uh, I still really like his, his upside this week. Oh, whoops. Um, <laughs> last but not least. But still shoot out, yes. <laughs> we always have like a, a, an interesting last fourth category, kind of a toss-up thing. Uh, Garrett, what is uh, what's our, our last pick of the week here? What starting running back or wide receiver will score under five points half PPR this week? Who are Maybe. top 30 at their position. That's so spicy. To score under five and still be like an RB2 or three character, like that's that's bad. That's a really bad week, under five points. Yep. All right, who'd you pick, Garrett? I picked Rashad Bateman. I hate that, but... I, 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 I like Rashad Bateman. I think he's a good receiver. Um, I don't know that he's uh, the one in that offense. I mean, we know he's not. He's behind at least Mark Andrews. And I don't know that Lamar Jackson can support more than one guy consistently. I mean, he did last year for a while with Marquise Brown. But um, I don't know. I, I think that, that he's going to spread the ball around a lot. And Mark Andrews will be just the only guy that like really is able to give you fantasy value on a consistent basis in that offense. Okay. I, I picked Ezekiel Elliott. Ooh. Um, I think Braden talked about him earlier, but uh, <clears throat> I just don't like Zeke's prospects this week with Cooper Rush in. I 
he, he had a bad week one, and I expect he's going to have an even worse week two. And, you know, he could get you three or four points this week on his eight carries for 16 yards and two catches for 10 yards. So, um, Braden, who's your who's your under five-point scorer this week? No, I think these are all great picks so far for sure. Um, and for me, mine is for starting running back Rashad Penny. Um, I know a lot of people are probably using them, especially if they have kind of a – you know, they went wide receiver heavy early and they, they need some fill in running backs, but um, I just think they're going to be down pretty, pretty early. You know, it, it could be an upset against San Francisco because we don't really know. I just really think that Rashad Penny could, you know, he's not really getting the passing work. He, he could pretty easily, uh, lose out on that, you know. So I, I think you can just pretty easily get stuffed at the line the whole game and just not really score much. I hate that because I'm planning on starting him in a league or two, <laughs> but um, I, I see a path towards production. I do too. Um, but I could. You just made a great argument for why he would uh, put up a stinker this week, um, fellas. We're running late on time. There was we wanted to get into our dank flex plays. Uh, where we pick a flex player in in, uh, in different fantasy matchups, and I think that this is just going to be like rapid fire. I want one answer, you know, two words, and next question. It's it's going to be rapid fire. Uh, first, I'll, I'll do Garrett, then I'll do Braden, uh, but it's going to be it's going to be a pick 'em. All right, which guy in this game who's kind of a flex position player would you actually start? Garrett, are you ready? We get one matchup each. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read all five bold matchups and you have to answer right away. All right. Okay, so Garrett, tonight, Josh Palmer, Marquez Valdez Scantling, or is Isaiah Pacheco? Who would you start? Uh, Valdez Scantling. All right. Commanders at Lions. Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, DJ Chark. DJ Chark. Colts Jaguars. Neheim Hines, Zay Jones. Zay Jones. Bears at Packers. Um, Justin Fields or Aaron Rodgers? Um, Aaron Rodgers. Last but not least, Titans Bills, Kyle Phillips, Traylon Burks, Robert Woods, or Isaiah McKenzie. Which wide receiver? Ooh, man, that's tough. Um, God, I don't want to start any of them. Traylon Burks. Gross. All right. Uh, Braden. You just heard. You had a little time to think. Coming right back at you. Same question. Chargers at Chiefs. Josh Palmer or MVS or Isaiah Pacheco? I would take Josh Palmer. Commanders at Lions. Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, DJ Chark. I take DJ Chark. Colts at Jags. Neheim Hines or Zay Jones? Zay Jones. Bears at Packers. Justin Fields or Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. Titans at Bills, Kyle Phillips, Traylon Burks, Robert Woods, or Isaiah McKenzie? Oof. Uh, I might go Traylon. Let's go. Gross. All right. I'm going to answer my choices now. All right. Chargers, Chiefs. Josh Palmer. Commanders, Lions. Jahan Dotson. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Colt Jaguars. <laughs> Zay Jones. Bears, Packers. Justin Fields. Whoa, Titans Bills. Isaiah McKenzie. Oh man, you should be I, I, I said no to my boy you know, Kyle you, Phillips. You, you want to try on this? Uh, sure. Alright. 
All right, Eli, Chargers at Chiefs, Josh Palmer or MVS? Uh, Palmer. Commanders at Lions, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, DJ Chark. I'm going to go with you and go Dotson. Colts at Jags, Neheim Hines or Zay Jones? Zay Jones. Bears at Packers, Justin Fields or Aaron Rodgers? Rodgers. Titans at Bills, Kyle Phillips, Traylon Burks, Robert Woods, or Isaiah McKenzie? I think I had him on my fantasy team in some league last year. Why not Robert Woods? I'm going to be different. He needs to bounce back. People had a lot of faith in him. Yeah, why not? Um, Fellas, it's time. We finally made it. It's time for the munchies. What is on the docket tonight, Garrett? Tonight we've got the Jalapeno Ranch Ruffles. That sounds pretty fire. It sounds pretty good. I feel like I want like some ranch to dip it in so, if it's hot. Yeah, that, that could be a scenario that we want. Okay. Um, potentially. This, these are good flavors. They, they are. This this was supposed to be the Flaming Hot Barbecue, Ooh. but we're going to have that next week. Okay, that's exciting so, too. So we have, we have a quick backup plan with the Jalapeno Ranch uh, due to available markets. Um, <laughs> okay. I went Where to four stores in Denver. Oh, I got them. Don't Great. you worry. All right. Here we go, you baby. Know, you got to get it in there. Of course. All right. Cheers, fellas. Got to get a little extra crumble. All right. Mm. These are good. Oh, yeah. They're pretty That's good. good. Okay. Oh, yeah. What? You get a taste of good old, like, cheddar and sour cream. It's like the smallest amount. Nah, they're just, like, salty. I mean, maybe just, like, the tiniest. <laughs> have, another, have another chip now and try it and do it. Say that again. <laughs> they remind me a little bit of white cheddar Cheez-Its. <laughs> no, I hate Garrett. I hate Garrett so much. Oh, man. I think that's accurate. I mean, like... It's not spot on, but they somehow do taste a little bit like sour cream and cheddar, even though they don't have those flavors at all. I was kind of the feeling in my mouth is the same. Sour cream, <laughs> onion. yeah. Oh, yeah, like okay. sour cream and onion too, yeah. But Ooh, I, yeah, I would not say onion. that these are too spicy. Um, my immediate reaction: this this jalapeno ranch, this slaps. This guys, look into the bag right now. Do you think, you know, given the chance, you could finish that entire bag in one night? I think this yeah. is less hot than flaming hot. I think I could finish oh, it. Yeah, 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 significantly less hot. Yeah. Okay, okay. I could crush this. I think I think I could crush this. Garrett. Yeah. Dude, I'm the same. Four for four. We could crush this bag of chips in one night, like if we were just stuck with it. Because this is good. You want to keep eating them. It's really good. I do. I think I've had more than both of you guys <laughs> so far. Look at that. It's a really good chip. That's our second Ruffles product. Our second four for four. And we're right. going to have another Ruffles next week. we got another Ruffles. Guys, we Ruffles need Ruffles still it. We did say we were going to be sponsored by Ruffles this year. <laughs> Will that end LeBron James? Of course. So <laughs> it makes sense. We're just sticking to what we know. Fellas, on a scale of one to ten, where do you rank this? Mm. It's, not, it's not as good as LeBron. Six and a half, Eli? Yeah. On a chip, on a snack basis? Yeah. Just overall, any snack you could have. Hmm. Yeah. Six and a half. All right. Garrett or Brayden? Oh my God, I'm so much higher than that. I think I'm definitely higher. Um, I rank the 
Eli would hate this. No, no. But I rank the LeBron James chips 10 out of 10. Agreed. Maybe 11 out of 10. <laughs> they were, Let me they were five. The <laughs> <laughs> but you like your snack. You like your snacks here, Garrett. And, I like your I mean, snacks, sure. It's a good Ruffles chip. I would say... It's an 8.8. I like that. It's, okay. it's, pretty, it's pretty good. I would take this over most chips I've ever had. Did you take it over the Cheez-Its last week? Yes. Ooh. Yeah, and you had those at an 8.7. Oh! <laughs> Brayden, I've got a good scale. <laughs> these are these are growing on me the more I have them. At first I would have said probably an 8.5, but I might even go 8.7. That was pretty good. Um... I think that I would put these, they're above an eight for sure. Like this is no way this is a below an eight chip for me right now. Uh, maybe it's our our, uh, our state of mind. We haven't had dinner yet. <laughs> but Brayden, <laughs> you're going to be so jealous when we say we're getting Ariana tonight. No. Yeah, we're getting Ariana, <laughs> best Greek food in all of Minneapolis. It's like a block away from Garrett's house. Crushing that tonight. Can't wait. I'd say this chip, let's, let's give it a flat. 9.0. I'm loving it right now. Ooh. When I wake up tomorrow, it'll probably be an 8. But right now, it's a 9. <laughs> I love it. And, uh, I praise. I We're mean, all hungry. Thanks for stopping by, E. We don't yeah. always get an in-person guest. So Thank you, E. This was very fun. Yeah, we just awesome. get to chat football, hang out with the guys, yeah. talk fantasy. Long overdue. It was. I didn't show up until season two of your podcast. Well, he was waiting for us to get a little bit more official, and we're only slightly, slightly. ahead of where we were last year. But You're welcome yeah, back anytime, sir. You crushed it. Oh, yeah. thanks, Skoog. You crushed it. <laughs> oh, you crushed it in my heart. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, it's Let's getting way too chummy over here. <laughs> <laughs> and later, dudes. <laughs> uh, later. Uh, later, dudes. <laughs>